0: This is the Armchair Cricket Podcast. Hello all. Welcome to another episode of Armchair Cricket Podcast, a podcast focusing on test cricket by armchair critics of the game. I'm your host, Ajit. We have a lot of cricket going on, a lot of uh, limited O series going on, some very exciting women's cricket currently going on and on the horizon as well. So, to discuss all of these things, we have a new guest on the podcast, Sudatta. Hello, Sudatta. Welcome to the Armchair Cricket Podcast. Hi.
1: Thanks, Ajit, for having me.
0: It's it's always nice to have new people. So, some somebody who works in the journalism field is always welcome on the, on our podcast. So. I do this for a hobby, but you probably focus a bit more on this uh, more seriously as well. So, always uh, happy to have a professional's opinion. Um, so, before we get into the news, I would like to understand, well, from for somebody from South Asia, it's sort of probably a, a redundant question, but when did the cricketing bug bite you?
1: Actually, you would be amazed uh, to know that uh, it never really uh, hit me until I got into the profession. So, um, I think, uh, I, uh, funnily, in 2010, I had a very brief uh, tenure as an entertainment journalist with a tabloid in India. And uh, then my parents, like any other Indian or South Asian parents, asked Mm. me to uh, complete my postgraduate. So, I did. And I think in less than a month... uh, I, I just desperately, uh, at that point of time, being some 20, 21-year-old, 20, I just wanted to get out of the house, get a job, meaning, and be on my own. So I in, in less than a month of my final university exams, I got this opportunity with a cricket website, which is not cricket-full, let me just say that. And uh, yeah, initial few months it was all about learning uh then you you know you start getting into it um uh, one thing is that um i used to play a couple of sports uh, i did play table tennis at university level also so nice. which did yeah <laughs> i do have a silver medal in mixed doubles so it did help me um get my gripping or footing as they say in in journalism sports journalism uh cricket was just you know uh something that you would watch on tv enjoy it and like entertainment and nothing else uh to get seriously into it i probably would have done the 2011 world cup final uh uh that was few months before i joined uh my profession as a like when i became a full time cricket journalist so yeah i would say 2011 world cup probably is the time i do remember i had written a a, a piece on saurav ganguly on my blog you know those were the days of blogging people had wordpress blogs blogger.com and be uh, i was one of the bloggers to f- feature on this uh, india today Kolkata edition and yeah those were the days and I remember I had written I used to write about everything that used to come in my mind whether it's politics or cricket and I had written something about Saurav Ganguly which my uh who uh, the gentleman who became my editor later on picked it up and yeah that was the beginning of a long relationship with sports and especially cricket I hope that answers your question.
0: Oh, it more than answers my question. But that's that. That's always nice to know a background, right? So, but uh, yeah. very nice. Uh, I, you did tell me off-air, you also focus on the other parts. And uh, cricket is also something you keep on the side. Uh, did I get that right?
1: Yes, I... Uh, since 2017, I have uh, stopped being a full-time journalist as such. I do... Uh, cover stories or do projects on, I mean, pursue projects, which I like. For example, uh, there was a Sam Kerr story that I had done. Uh, okay. Then there are a few others, few podcasts here and there. So yeah, mainly my focus these days have been more uh, women's sports than uh, cricket as such. Uh, women's sports obviously include includes uh Women's cricket also.
0: So let me ask you a question. Yeah. If you were to think of how important men's cricket is in Indian sport, how important is how important would you think women's cricket is for women uh, and women's improvement and development in India?
1: Ah, uh, good question uh you know we keep on talking about equal pay a lot i mean especially since the u.s women's national team has been fighting for equal pay in women's soccer i mean in soccer we this this discussion has become a hot topic you can say Uh, however uh, even before equal pay comes equal opportunities so for women Uh, athletes especially in South Asian countries and in a country like India is it's quite important Um, it's it's important that as much as young boys get to see their superheroes or I mean favorite cricketers on TV it is essential for women uh, young girls to see their women uh, idols on TV I mean imagine Somebody like Shefali Barma, who just won the Under-19 World Cup as a captain, mm. she grew up idolizing somebody like Virenda Saivag because it was easily available on TV for you to go and watch it. Uh, unfortunately, at the same time that Virenda Saivag was playing, you had your Anjum Chopra's, Mithali Raj, uh, Julan Goswami, and many more. I mean, I'm just naming quite a few. Yeah. And uh, it's only recently that... Uh, it has come, uh, become a big thing in India, like a lot of attraction. But women's sport and especially women's cricket, as we as we are discussing cricket, um, it's very crucial for sports uh, as a whole, for the next generation to watch it, grow up watching it. Because look, Ajit, we wouldn't be talking if there was no cricket as such. Mm. So no sports. So for young girls, To see their uh, men cricketers uh, on TV or up close on social media is very important as a society to grow. Right. See,
0: what I meant is also about, let me be more uh, analytical if I can try. So it's more like Mm -hmm. the top five sports in India when it comes to men is still probably cricket, 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 cricket. (laughs) Then you have hockey. (laughs) Then you have Kabaddi and now wrestling and badminton and so on. Right. Yeah. From that perspective, how how do you see women's cricket taking its position among women's sport coverage and women's sport's interest in India? Do you, would you be able to shed any light on that? I would
1: say that still very niche. Uh, I certain, certainly wouldn't uh, say that badminton and tennis is up there, even though we have had uh, role women uh, tennis uh, role models like Sanya Mills much, much ahead of... Uh, we had, I mean, because of the PR and marketing factor. If I if I may mention that, I, sh- I should should be more clear in that. But uh, see, uh, tennis, badminton, these are all uh, mostly individual sports. You, you do have a doubles and everything, but still, at the end of the end of the day, there are not eleven or twelve people on the, uh, fifteen people in the squad. So women's cricket, as such, is still very niche. Even for women's football, I don't think it's up di- See, it's very difficult to talk about women's sport in India because if if I, as a person, I have to compare with the men's side of it, it's just unjustified. Is it, It's like a David versus Goliath com- comparison. So, yeah, cricket does... In the last five years, cricket is probably on the top most place but it's still niche i hope i mean i'm making sense of it if you because you have to see the access uh mm. for everyone uh to watch it or enjoy it and everything
0: absolutely so let's let's re- straight away get into one of our news stories so it's like the WP- yeah. WIPL and the yeah. amount of money and the interest mm. that we see it being generated yeah so in this case uh what what do you think that it reflects because for me i just think i uh, BCCI is late by i don't know two to three years at least if not more <laughs> but uh, 573 million over a five year uh more than like um you know seven crore rupees per game hmm. the amount of uh interest so does it mean they just wasted some time some opportunity
1: i wouldn't go into the past history and hmm. see there is a lot of dynamics uh in BCCI. uh there's a lot of power play or whatever you you want to say it is. Yes, it you are true that we are probably not two to three years, maybe five years behind. Because I do remember in 2010, somebody like Esha Gohan discussing about it, like saying, talking about uh, the women's, pre- I mean, Indian Premier League. And uh, from there, where India has been one of the first to take t20 league style cricket to a next level from there for the women's game to develop so late is is surprising (laughs) probably mind-boggling but uh, as somebody who's a late bloomer i think better late than never Mm -hmm. Um, it always requires a certain kind of people to come up with the idea but more than I think this this one should go to the fans of women's cricket more than anybody else who have kept and demanded for women's IPL or women's Premier League as it is called to happen. Mm-hmm. Because if there was no interest from the fans and the supporters uh, to put pressure on the board because at the end of the day the fans are the main custodians of this game in india if you do not didn't have this many billion people being interested in cricket then i think uh, bcci's position would have been same as something like in england or australia so yeah hats off go to the goes to the fans for uh, bringing in wpl to its form right now from the financial factor i think... As a league owner or a team owner, uh, if I am thinking about my next three, five years plan, probably a league owner, I wouldn't say a team owner, I would more look into how much the money is going back into the system for PR and marketing because you would want more and more viewership uh, so that you can get more sponsors and more investments back um, in, into the system. So as a league owner, as VCCI, my three to five year plan will probably be focusing more on growing it, developing it rather than looking at my ROIs and uh, probably also as one of the leading public newspapers in India mentioned return of of ego also. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, that would be crucial. And the other factor is that this is a huge development for women cricketers especially a lot of people who are totally dependent on this kind of money for their survival you know there was a time when women cricketers used to not only play the game but at the same time was a cop or doing another job Mm. a teacher so for them first came the contracts obviously now this the then you had the 100, the WBBL, now the Women's Premier League, which is already being seen as the third largest uh, league after, I think, WNBA and WSL in England. So, which is nice. good. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's huge. And we have just reached a point where we are only discussing about the media rights money and the auction money and everything slowly slowly you know we will get to see more sponsors coming in so more money comes into the play so uh, women's cricket has a lot of space to grow it hasn't reached a saturation point yet so because there's a lot of room for the game to grow grow, it's it's um, it's a great time to be in to be a women's cricketer i would say absolutely and a women's cricket fan also
0: it's the it's the best thing uh, to be you know Uh, For now, Mm. Indian women's cricket is also in the right position that uh, they are able to probably make the most of these opportunities. They they would probably Mm. have made a lot of it at all times. But now, Mm. with many of the Indian cricketers uh, doing as well as they do in the other leagues, Mm. they bring the experience and Indian cricket is now poised, Indian women's cricket is now poised to grow exponentially, Mm. I'm really hoping that, Mm. you know, Today's result, for example, the result in the under 19 world cup, we are in a position where uh, we are able to sort of make use of the most of it, mm. and yeah, the yeah. cricket can undergo a same kind of revolution that IPL did brought about in the men's cricket, right?
1: Yeah, I'm see, there are two things here. I mean, a lot of people keep talking about uh, how if we had uh, the WPL before the 2017 World Cup, Women's World Cup, then probably would have won the World Cup in at Lord's or at the 2020 uh, finals also in Australia. But one thing that uh, we need to understand, be very mindful about it is that like the Indian cricket team, the men's cricket team was already a powerhouse before the IPL came. Uh, brief uh, flashback to history is that uh, When T20 was being introduced to the, in ICC discussions and everything initially in the past, nobody was interested in it. I mean, as far as I remember, I've read somewhere that there were people who were not even interested in discussing it or adapting it. And then you saw the uh, ECB uh, adapting it, bringing bringing in, they were the first people to uh, adapt the format and what india did at that point of time is take the opportunity and make it into something totally different a giant now if you compare it with the indian women's cricket team um i wouldn't say that having a wpp a wpl will ensure that you will win uh the world cup tomorrow what happens is that So let's talk about the Australian women's cricket team, right? We keep talking about how, like, they have only lost one match in the last year, but uh, they have in Australia. You have the great cricket where you have the schools and the universities playing. You have uh, club cricket. Uh, You have your a pathway by the Cricket Australia. You have the pathways by the state associations. And so it's not just uh, WBBL, which is manufacturing. I mean, I mean, it's wrong to use the word manufacturing, but literally, it's not. You have a total system over there, and something like that uh, is, um, is 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 required in India. Good thing is that finally we have got a under nineteen, under sixteen setup, and because of that, uh, under nineteen. Or the CCI putting that much of effort into that um, pathway, we see today the under-19 uh, team when in the World Cup. I mean, I don't, know, Ajit, whether you know this or not, uh, mm-hmm. England and Australia before the under-19 T20 World, World Cup apparently didn't play any multi. I mean, series as the pre- uh, pre- like warm up or mm-hmm. prep to the leading up to the World Cup, but uh, or India did which means that DCCI was ready to create that environment for their under-19 setup. DCCI was ready to uh, you know, uh, give them the opportunity. So, I at the same time, yes, WPL will bring uh, forth a different kind of atmosphere to the game, but uh, it's not the one and only thing which will make uh, India win a World Cup. I mean, uh, you keep hearing your, India is called the sleeping giant. Yes, probably these youngsters who will get into the squad of one of these five teams and brushing shoulders like with the someone like Ellis Perry or the Meg Lannings or somebody like Beth Mooney and all will help you. But will it convert into a World Cup? I'm not really sure about that. I mean, I hope, I'm not being, you know, I'm not trying to be uh, cynical or negative about it, but that's the truth.
0: Look, uh, <laughs> when it comes to heroes and yeah. uh, people who are giants of the game, well, every team will throw them up from time to time, mm. right? You look at Meg you look at Elisa Perry, you look at uh, no, Charlotte Edwards. Well, you could also look at Mithali Raj, Julan Goswami,
1: yeah. right?
0: So we will get our heroes from time to time also from yeah. women's cricket. We just have to yeah. make sure um, we give it the same standing. We give it the same, um, let's say, infrastructure setup, and mm. uh, also the same fandom. You know, we have to give it the same attention that we give to mm. men's cricket. So, one thing I like about BCCI, what you mentioned, when they go in, they go in all the way, all the way, right?
1: Yeah. And
0: the way they set up WPA wpl making it auction uh, setting i mean they have, whatever lessons they have learned from yeah. the immense set of uh, infrastructure setup and all of these things they are bringing it and that's a good thing right so if yeah. anything we are hoping this game um, the women's cricket game can equally grow uh, mm. quickly so uh, we are probably a few steps behind other countries when it comes to setup in terms of england maybe new zealand maybe australia mm. for sure right but I think we can catch up because of the experience that the setup itself has and the talent that we can bring to the table, right? So
1: Absolutely. I may, I may sound like somebody who is promoting BCCI a lot. At the same time, last year, I have been heard to be an anti bcci person. But look, uh, I mean, you're absolutely correct. Uh, it may, it may not, but this is a very crucial moment hmm. in uh, Indian women's cricket. We always, um, let's just say if today we have to look at the four or five turning points in women's cricket in India, one will be your 2017 Women's World Cup final. Because it was, uh, a lot of people saw it. It was a very hard defeat. Mm -hmm. Then the 2020 Women's uh, T20 World Cup. Then today, the under-19 T20 World Cup championship win. And the fourth is probably your the day, the first ball of the WPL is bold.
0: Right. The other thing we have always been punching above our weight. You probably understand this very well. But uh, <laughs> with given the circumstances, given the amount of opportunities, given uh, during pandemic, mm-hmm. I think Indian women's cricket did not go anywhere. Like a year and a half, they did not even play a tournament. So no, that that's all fairly unacceptable if you think about it. But you're right, and this from this turning point on, we don't look back there have been a few things that were probably not the best given the examples i gave you as well so Mm. but we move on from here right and we have won the under 19 world cup and look when you look at the tri series for example the next thing we can also discuss quickly india south Mm. africa west indies so you can see West Indies and South Africa are also there or thereabouts. So for me, uh, the women's cricket tier has a yeah. there is a clear tiering there, right? England, Australia, right yeah. at the top. New Zealand, on a good day, they'll punch right up there, but on the next day, they fall in the next tier, which is where India, South Africa, New Zealand, West Indies probably are yeah. clustered. So the question is, can India become enter the top tier and then slowly, you know, become the best there? So for me, uh, the win against Engl- England in England the odi series victory was a big deal mm. the way they competed in the tests a big deal right so mm-hmm. these are all very positive results so when you look at the tri series as well they have clearly looked to oh you have forgotten
1: strategy. india winning in australia also
0: yes of course that is yeah. absolutely
1: <laughs> crucial very crucial
0: right so when you when you look at all of these things and yeah now if you look at this tri series they're playing in south africa mm. and south africa had come to india yeah. and beaten india very comfortably right mm-hmm. uh, it was just after yeah. the pandemic or even during the pandemic yes. before, right so now they've gone to south africa and you look at the results you look at the results well mm. today uh, one game got sort of uh, washed out washed away but yeah if in spite of that well, west indies are probably punching a little below their weight for me this was a wonderful tournament mm. where all three teams were sort of mm. equal equal weights so it would have been a nice tournament but India is sort of a little bit disappointing but a proper final for me is india south africa this is what i would have expected before the tournament if you had asked me and yeah south africa would never write off they are playing at home and they mm. they have lost to india once already in the tournament mm. so they'll be sort of very very keyed up right so this is when india yeah. will start to probably want to punch their uh you know or show their class and show how good they are And going into the world cup they have a good chance to prepare on slightly faster pitches than what they would get at home
1: yeah absolutely i mean uh, look i remember there is a saying i can't remember what exactly it is but it is the saying goes like this uh, don't let yesterday take up too much of today if we think about what had happened when after the pandemic which was like now two years actually Things were different. Uh, things were different uh, for a lot of teams, uh, and uh, f- yes, this is this has been as this uh, South Africa Tri Series has been a good preparation for the Indian uh, side, uh, especially how they defended uh, in the first uh, match against uh, South Africa against a very uh, dominant South Africa in their backyard. Uh, I would say that. Um, yeah, it has been really good for them. You're right. West Indies have not at all performed the way that is expected of a side. But let the thing is that they South Africa is probably missing two of their key players today. Um, one is the unfortunate retirement of uh, Lizelle Lee, and uh, another is uh, their. Regular captain who has not been, you know, uh, Dan Nikirk. Rather, I always confuse myself, and people really need to Dine forgive Dine. me Dine. for that. <laughs> Dine, yeah. South African names, I'm really sorry. I'm uh, they will miss Lee and uh, they have missed uh, Dan. I hope uh, she is ready for the World Cup next month. But at the same time, some of uh, their class—the uh, one of the bowlers has been really good. Kaka has always been good. You have your uh, another one. I'm telling you, I'm forgetting all these names right now. Hmm. Malaba, or yeah, yeah, how do you yeah, spell? Yeah, Malaba. Yes. Malaba. Malaba. Yes. Yeah, Malaba. yeah. So they have been really good. The top has always been class, and the series. You're absolutely right. Uh, For somebody like South African women's side with Marizan cap, being in the side, I don't think they are going to let go of this so easily. So obviously the final is going to be between India and South Africa uh, because I don't see West Indies making it up after winning one match. Mm. Uh, So yeah, and South Africa is a team which has a knack of doing really well in multi-format series. They have reached quite a few semi finals in the last many World Cups, whether it's C20 and ODIs. So, yeah, I mean, it will be good mm. in 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 the end. In the end, uh, uh, again, for India, uh, is that uh, good match preparation? They do have a few things to worry about, probably their middle order. Uh, obviously, they have missed Shefali Verma and Richard goes for the under 19. Mm. Um, but these are good problems to have, uh, in my opinion, because you will have two people who are coming back from a really good outing and then you have to sort of, you know, balance it out. Absolutely.
0: Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Look, Jamima Rodriguez, uh, Jamima Rodriguez has come into the team again. Yastika Bharti yeah. is doing a great job. Harleen Deol. Yeah. So, there is indeed Devika White there and I'll have sort of seize their opportunity well. You have seasoned cricketers yep. like Harman Pritkar, Deepthi Sharma, Pooja Vastrakar, right? Mm-hmm. So, the point is, I think Indian cricket, uh, women's cricket is also in a good position right now to probably make a challenge. So, uh, you know, off the, off the episode I was joking with you, who can seize it out of Australia's hands, given no, where they're playing? Who can really seize it out of their hands <laughs> is the question, right? Because they have not, they've hardly lost a game all year. So, um you know, that's the real question.
1: It's a very funny question, you know. Mm. <laughs> because, like, World Cup is a different kind of a tournament. In my opinion, if I do see a team that can really give Australia a challenge, if if I mean, Kirk uh, returns, then it's probably South Africa. Probably. But at the same time, you know, India is so, like, you know, you get those small patakas during Diwali. Which will look really small, but if you smash them, they make a loud noise. Mm. The Indian team is almost like that.
0: <laughs> hey, they have some heavyweights. So come on, nobody would take her. I mean, they strong. do
1: have, yeah, they do have. See, it's they do have big names like the Harman Harman Preet Priti Mandana, twice uh, ICC uh, player of the year. Uh, they have your Dipti Sharma. Uh, I mean, it's a good team, no doubt. But you have those few things, you know. Like, for example, in the first uh, match, Smriti couldn't uh, score run. Harleen didn't score run. Jemima is still trying to find her footing. So Harman didn't play, although in the first run. But yeah, you have you have a team which, on its day can do something miraculously cool. Mm. But. Yeah, you in multi-format series, you really don't know. Well. If you ask about the any finalists, probably it's easy to say. Mm, but then again, anything can happen on a given day.
0: Absolutely right. So, they have to iron out these inconsistencies. I'll never forget that final defeat against England in that <laughs> World Cup. final. Uh, <laughs> right? So, it can happen. But, yeah. uh, you know sometimes it, it the maturity has to come through a little bit of hardship because look at the men's team they are going nowhere so pound for pound they probably have the best team on the field or on paper at least
1: they keep yeah. losing
0: in every yeah. multi format tournament the first knockout they lose almost right so you yeah. have to build up this it's it's about mental strength mostly so i, I still think it's nothing to do with the physical conditioning or the skill set it's just about the mental strength where you say
1: absolutely
0: yeah i go one one step further maybe
1: no, no, you are absolutely right. Because if you have watched the under-19, uh, uh, the semi finals between England and Australia and today's final between England and India, it was all about temperament. Uh, it's what's all about the mentality at the end of the day. Because, uh, I mean, it's, it's crazy how low the scores were and how England was able to def- uh, defend it. In the semi final against Australia, and how close, I wouldn't say, you probably wouldn't say it was close, but then losing some uh, Shefali Varma and Sweta Shiravat, who have been so good, Sweta Shiravat being the leading round scorer in the tournament, to lose them early, you do have the next battles who come out will feel a little pressure. Mm. But Samia Tiwari and Yotrisha, they just we remain calm composed. it's all about mentality you've hit the right node
0: absolutely and i think we'll also get there right so yeah. uh, the teams will get there both the men's and the women's team will get there where that talent will tell and we will also pull yeah. the let's say the things out of fire when it's required so uh,
1: we will we, we, we <laughs> yeah. let
0: ourselves down so that's okay uh, it's a, just a learning what else can be said if this men's golden generation retires without uh, a trophy you know rohit is going to go out shortly virat is going to probably retire shortly and you you think it's such a pity well they won under somebody mm. else's really leadership but as leaders they themselves deserve to win right they couldn't make it but uh, that's okay mm. going on to the other women's tournament that just finished right it gave us a glimpse of well what i would think as the Really, the people uh, who who will take the trophy. And one of the middling, <laughs> teams, Australia and Pakistan. They kept rotating their squad. They gave nine people a chance to bowl. Mm. right? They just really showcased the depth of their bench, Australia. And isn't it a bit scary if you're one of the other teams?
1: Yeah, it, it is uh, scary. But if I'm a smart uh, opposition, which probably I'll call uh, India and South Africa some, the smart opposition, I will still find to look uh at the loopholes and the shortcomings of uh australian team for example the wides that were bowled, like some 23 wides were bowled in the first match by australia then uh you you may say that okay they are a team to they are a team that have fielded nine bowlers but mm. i read somewhere somebody making fun like for God's sake, give Ming Lanning a trustworthy bowling line <laughs> that you don't have to play all your you know, players. I mean, had Beth Muni not been wicket keeping, you would have probably seen her also. I was expecting, you know, I
0: was expecting she'll <laughs> hand over the gloves to somebody.
1: Oh, God. I think she was already too tired and exhausted uh, after wicket keeping. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean. Well. There are uh, there are things, Ajit. If you are smart opposition, Mm. you will look at the Australian side and say that okay, these are the things. Like for example, they have not been really tested against quality Mm. spin. So that's one thing. Then for example, uh, they do have the conundrum of uh, who will be bowling the death uh, overs with uh, shoot. So yeah, these are the things that that they will have to look at when they go to south africa Indeed. which will be probably somewhere uh, closer uh, conditions to australia because it is the southern hemisphere but at the same time different we have seen how i really hope the wicket is not the pitch pitch are not the same ones that india is playing the tri series right now because they are just not at all world cup will be
0: right right <laughs> but that's okay uh, you have to prepare you are still able to prepare in yeah. uh, comparative conditions. That's yeah. the most important part. And yeah, well, of the teams that have been sort of on the way up and down, I think India, Indian women's team, is on the right direction. Go heading into the World Cup. Right? Absolutely, so yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. really hope that they're able to, you know, bring home. I think both the
1: I I look at the this, uh, this year as both the Indian teams closer to a victory i mean especially the men's one i know that a lot of people may be having their doubts but i have a good feeling about it
0: absolutely and uh may your good feeling translate into something <laughs> colored covered in silver all right now <laughs> moving on uh, if you were to look at some of the other games that happened today so i'm referring to hmm. the second t28 between india and new zealand to start off yeah so, well <laughs> india huffed and puffed really to get to 100 what was going on
1: it was really i think like you mentioned it was it's all about mentality i think it was about mentality because at one point when surya kumar yadav and washington was playing mm-hmm. i that run run out was total lack of communication between the battles also look new zealand has played already our odi series so they are now accustomed and some of them have played the IPL, so they really know what clicks in, in in Indian subcontinent right now. They just did what India does well: bring out their part-time bowlers, bring out their spinners, give them the full like part-time bowlers bowling all fours. They just they didn't try to do something new, which a lot of visiting sites try to do. I think uh, that's how it helped for India's side. India's part, I guess. Uh, the C20 side, uh, still, T Twenty side still, they are still trying to find that balance. Mm. The la- first T uh, Twenty, I would say that it was. I would blame even if I have to really blame or find a mistake. It was probably in Hardik's uh, decision how to use how to use the bowlers. Yes, obviously uh, their batters they didn't make up for it. Mm. For example. Uh, when the Spindles were doing so well in the first T20, and now today you saw the change of how he wisely used his bowlers and uh, Dipakoda bowling all the four overs today. He has to. It's all about finding the balance. Um, thank God we don't have the T20 World Cup anytime soon. I mean, at least not this year. So he had, still has time to figure out what will work, what will not work uh, on given day. And then you have. I would say that you will see a lot of those current players probably sh- being shuffled in and out of the squad. Mm. I mean, it's too early. He's very new captaincy. It's, I don't think it's been a year that Hardik was handed the T20 captaincy, right?
0: Hardik also has to settle himself into the captain's seat. Sort of imprint yes, his own yes. his own type of play yeah. in the, on that squad. You're already seeing a bit of that, right? Yeah. The freedom that he was able to bring to gujarat titans you are also slowly trying to see yeah. that indian players yes so the, it's always for me the worry is uh, indian players play as if they'd rather have a 150 than go for a 180 and be 120 all out right he's trying to yeah. slowly take that mindset out where you say trust yourself you'll get to 180 if not 180 you'll get to 160 it's better than uh,
1: yeah.
0: better than trying to fight 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 and then you get to a 150
1: I mean, you don't want to exhaust yourself in one match that you are not ready to play the next match. You take one match. See, you. It's all about you know for the not just the Indian team, any team. The team is a reflection of how the captain leads. We have seen the Test team during Virat Kohli's uh, captaincy. We have seen it all the way back during Ganguly's captaincy. Right. So you are right. I mean, Hardik first first needs to settle down, find his uh, rhythm. As a captain, more than a player. Hmm. And it's good to see him uh, bowl, a uh, little bit scary to see him open the bowling. <laughs> but uh, no, that's, yeah, it's, that's
0: the role he has given himself. And I think he's come back much fitter. And yeah. probably he's more aware of where the limits of his body exactly, are.
1: Exactly. Yeah. That's the first thing. You have to be very mindful and aware of how much you can do and not do. You don't want to. I think he, he has also said somewhere that uh, he's much more aware of himself.
0: In the end, that's what it comes down to. Absolutely. Right. And <laughs> yeah. the other thing, I also like the way he adapted. When he saw that the pitch is more uh, spin friendly and the spinners are able to hmm. really hold down the batsman. He just switched.
1: So mm-hmm. you have two
0: bowlers hmm. who bowled hardly an over each. And probably trusted uh, yeah. himself. So he finished off uh, you know, his spell. But still,
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the end, again, they were able to keep the opposition down to 100, right? And then, I think yeah. I think they played well within themselves, and probably Surya looked really out of touch, which is rare. Even if one of the openers had sort of stuck on, <laughs> you would think you would think the yeah. match would be finished in the 13th, 14th over. I mean, just over a run up.
1: Look, I didn't I, I didn't hear the post match talk, uh, but I would guess that the pitch was pretty difficult to bat on. I mean, I would say that because ball, I don't didn't see the ball coming onto the batter so quickly, easily, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, even if you if you have seen the first ball that Hardik uh, played faced rather, it was a weird shot that he played. It almost like you know spatting the ball in front of you like a fly to go to the leg side. But yeah, it was. I would say that the wicket was not one of those wickets where you'd get to see a high-scoring mm-hmm. match. But yeah
0: but very interesting wickets when you look at you know uh, the previous game where yeah it was so spicy it was greenish and there was good
1: even yes. bounce
0: and fast mm-hmm. bowlers really enjoyed bowling yeah. on that pitch then you come here and then it's yeah. it's not a ranked turner but there is steady good turn again yeah. a good pitch that's what i call yeah. a good pitch by the way so i mean that's what everybody calls it, i suppose but
1: yeah i mean whatever helps yeah. the home side
0: yeah. well Again, that's that's sort of one-sided, right? So, we, we've 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 had in the past where you know remember that Nagpur uh, Turner, where uh, Australia. Yeah, uh, I England, know. I'm right? just
1: dating right? I yeah, I'm just dating the the first test at Nagpur, and I like I think Cameron Green is not going to play the first right. test. I mean, you, uh... you already see
0: some shots fired because some Australian uh, broadcasters and podcasters have already said, "Look in the last Nagpur uh, Ranji game." The the, the team defended, I think, 53. The team was all out. They defended 77 or 78 uh, in the last innings. And nine wickets fell to left arm orthodox spin and one to a run out. So there are people who are tweeting this out, sort of uh, hinting Agar will play a big role, Lion will play a big role. And that's the point, right? So BCCI and its uh, setup would have also learned some lessons. It happened when, you know, you don't have to you don't have to always make the pitch so uh, sort of one-sided that you never know the opposition may also take advantage of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, look, there are two things. Like you said, the opposition taking advantage of it and the second thing, you don't want ICC to put you under demerit points or fine you for it. I mean, the Ahmedabad the test you're talking mm. against England, right? Which was a ridiculous <laughs> one. I think it was two or three days, three right? Days.
0: It barely went into the third day. Yeah.
1: But, yeah. And okay. it's bad for fans or people like us talking about it, right? You want the game to really go to down to the wires, whether it's five days or I mean, not. I
0: occasionally like a short test. Look, there is a reason that the <laughs> game is...
1: If it's Sri Lanka, West Indies, from
0: No, no, I don't mind who's playing, right? If the pitch is a bit spicy. You'd rather play on a bit spicy pitch yeah. than the sort of pitches like Rahul Pindi, where 17 wickets fell in five days or 14 wickets fell in five days or whatever, right? So, it took all yeah. of England's basketball to get a result on that. So, I'd rather play on a quick, decisive wicket which maybe if the batsmen are really good they can take the game into the fourth day. Look, we may blame Ravi Shastri but he always said one thing which I <laughs> no, which I like. He said Batsmen don't apply themselves. Play a session out. Na. You know, there was a game in which I think ML Jaisima was 64 not out in a day. There's nothing wrong in them.
1: You're right. See, test matches are like, uh, let's say, uh, an endurance run. Yeah. Not your marathons, but an ultra marathon that you have to run. It is all about your endurance, temperament, the getting used to the long sessions. Not just for a batter, uh, also for the bowler. bowler will always uh, bowl long even, sessions
0: only. If you if you take enough time out yeah. as a batsman, the ball will be forced.
1: Yeah, I mean, how difficult for, like, if you're a, say, Josh Ezelwood or uh, Stark mm. or even a, uh, Nathan Lyon, would you like to bowl, like, some 50, 60 overs in a day? I mean, that's like more than a It will not One won't day cricket. Nah, over. it
0: wouldn't happen. Even 50, 60 uh, overs in a Test yeah. will happen.
1: They, they have yeah. good
0: trainers, right? Lion is there, right? Lion will bowl. The fast bowlers is yeah. good because they will yeah. end up breaking down. Eventually, okay. right? Their bodies, nobody's body is meant to yeah, exactly. bowl that much.
1: Let's see. I mean, probably if Nagpur doesn't play like Nagpur, we will be disappointed as fans also.
0: <laughs> no, no. I, I really hope Nagpur plays like Nagpur. As in, it's a good pitch yeah. that is decisive. Can you take it into the fourth yeah. and fifth day? It's up to you, right?
1: And which also poor sir showcases how good you are as a team exactly
0: right? and you're playing at home you yeah. should be able to make the most of it yeah. in the same England series in one of the tests I think mm. it was the second Chennai test or the first Amabad test I forget where India batted out where mm. there were two centuries one in the first innings one in the second innings England couldn't do much about it right but that's okay so yeah. you you do what you must you bat out two days of the test if the opposition can't it's that saying- is why away
1: tours are so important Way twos are so important. Not, I'm not talking as from India's perspective, hmm. but in general. From, yeah, in general. Maybe
0: ICC can look at that maybe in upcoming days. If the pitches become so home friendly, maybe they also weight hmm. the point system in different But ways. it
1: has been traditionally. Come on. I mean, we always talk about uh, Indian pitches or something. What about uh, this? Recently, there was the South Africa England CSC uh, test match where 30 wickets had fallen, I think, in a day in a day or two days or three days okay three
0: days 30 is acceptable two days 30 is a little bit on the highest no No,
1: Uh, there was right well
0: i think uh no it was the sec it was a two-day test so it was the fastest test in that place perth i think uh no not perth adelaide so it was the fastest test in adelaide over more than 100 years in like the there was a result in two days that is also a bit extreme i do agree but at the end of the day Batsmen have to find a way to survive, right? See, at the the way you look at it is, on a good pitch and in helpful conditions, it literally takes twenty balls probably for a innings to be over. It's called a test. Somebody said it should yeah. have been called patience, right? It's okay, right? You have to try and f- f- sometimes those yeah. pitches are a bit extreme. But I don't, I don't really mind a spicy pitch now and then, right? Yeah. Um, but I'm so I'm going to talk a bit uh, like uh, in contrasting terms. I still believe in a five-day test. Yeah. And I don't mind an occasional spicy pitch. So, because I'm all in terms of, I'm all in favor of excitement and events. So, sometimes blocking a whole session out itself is very fascinating. Simply because you're trying to survive the game or you're you're trying to build a platform. That itself is good cricket for me because that itself is also a type of cricket. If you can hit 400 runs in 50 overs, that's a type of cricket too. And you know if you talk of food you can you enjoy different types of food in the same food you enjoy different spiciness also right so it's like that
1: yeah absolutely you're not going to eat the same meal everybody is not going to eat the same meals
0: i'm even going to say in the same dish sometimes you know you can eat it in different ways i could give you the example of dal and we could yeah, talk yeah. for another 15 minutes but that's the point i'm trying to make <laughs> right so yeah. uh, at the end of the day it's okay that if some tests i uh, have to finish quickly it's okay but I do understand that there is fairness and sometimes it was lucky that Australia were able to win that game uh, against South Africa. It could have Mm. backfired, right? Because South Africa did bring... Yeah,
1: absolutely. Marco Jensen, now I I remember as the first test at Gawa, which was like three days because I had a friend of Mm. mine who had gone for the test Um, and he was there just for the, I think, first three days or the first, first, second and third day and Mm. Mm. And I was like, this Absolutely. is like what Absolutely. we called Paisa so
0: Now, if you were to take a quick look at some of the yeah. other live games. So, this one is yeah. the South Africa-England series, ODI series, which South Africa mm. had to win.
1: I think that, is, that was much more interesting than the Indian New Zealand T20 series
0: i think so as well i think so because there are stories within stories here right uh, so yeah. the captaincy of south africa does temba Babuma even uh you know merit a yeah. place in the team let alone being the captain of the team look he led them to a two nil victory and he had a decent contribution in the first game and an excellent contribution in the second
1: mm.
0: right to chase down 342 the way they did and mm. even though england made 342 south africa didn't look panicky or they didn't look like well, what are going to do how so the captain led from the front he was opening and he showed how it's done right so this guy shows he deserves his leadership credentials in the ODIs. yeah we don't know limited overs right at least until the world cup he says he's Mm. putting his best best foot forward so unless we win this tournament we are in trouble we cannot go to the world cup maybe so here Mm. we'll win it there you go and so on so Mm. the other thing is england so uh, we just heard that in the last 10 completed ODIs, england have only won one and there has been one no result So, that's the other story within the story. Joss (laughs) Butler has gone on to win the T20 World Cup. Is he the right captain for England? So, that's a talking point, right? So,
1: Hmm.
0: um, again, England, I I will not use the word insipid, but the way they collapsed in the first ODA was sort of disappointing, right? I mean, the opener set you up, they gave you half the total on board, and then you go and you just collapse Hmm. in a heap. What's going on?
1: I think if we are talking about, look, all eyes will be probably more on England than South Africa right now now because England as we know is the defending champion and uh, more so because uh, they somehow managed to win the T20 World Cup in in Australia right yeah but here, here are the two things in my point of view which is very crucial is one there is no Ben Stokes mm-hmm. uh, two there is no N Morgan and uh, yeah you may say that how does this come into play? Because you didn't have the class of play that Stokes and Morgan brought to the side. You know, we were talking about leadership, like Hardik's leadership or your, mm-hmm. let's say, Timba's leadership, putting your best foot forward. Yeah, Butler is a nice successor to when Morgan. I mean, good successor to and Morgan, especially after winning the T20 World Cup, which probably I'll give a bit more credit to Matthew Mott.
0: Well, I mean, that's the other talking point. Has that guy done anything, they say? He has won a tournament. He has won a Uh, world tournament. It's not, it's not nothing.
1: No, but uh, I mean, there are two things about Matthew Mott. After the 2017 Women's World Cup, Matthew Mott before Mm. the 2017 World Cup. So Matthew, uh, now that the, the, I think a lot of people may or may not realize is that now that the World Cup ODI World Cup is being played in India, and where uh, Matthew Mott will be returning almost the last time he was here to play a world championship was 2016 T20 World mm. Cup, and it didn't end well for his side. Uh, side Sorry, Australia were the runners up against West Indies, and then they went to England, and then so Matthew Mott would. Probably be, I don't know. I mean, probably he's not thinking too far behind, but uh, for him, the crucial factor see, a lot of these players in England haven't really done much or stood up to the fight. Apart from, yeah, a lot of people were mm. happy to see Jofra back, but then he didn't play today's match. Uh, he didn't play, right? If I'm not mistaken. No, and no, no. Then uh, he stopped Lee, uh,
0: Joffre didn't play today. No.
1: Yeah. So, D Stopley's injury was also mm. a sad one. I don't think he has returned to the to playing, if I'm not mistaken again. These are the two things. Um, yeah, England yeah. were able to put on 300 plus runs. But uh, apart from uh, Sam Curran and Ollie Stone in the first two ODIs, nobody has really done much from the bowlers' end. Uh, whereas uh, in the first ODI, Jason Roy really played his life-saving, like career-saving knock. But uh, again, he didn't d- do much today, and the openers didn't do much today. And then it was good thing is that that Harry Brook, uh, Butler, and Moyn played. But you know, mm. it's these are the things. I mean, they really. It doesn't look like a side which is ready to play uh, ODI, f- defend their title in a couple of months. So more than South Africa, I think England is a side that really needs to think about their strategy and game plans. And it's not that they don't have players in their uh, in their in their uh, like in their squad. I wouldn't say squad or in the broader right. perspectives waiting to. You know, uh, take those positions.
0: Absolutely, I mean, look, that's why people like Moyna Ali, Adil Rashid will be very key, very important.
1: But they do miss somebody like Stokes, and uh, I could, I can't really say much about Morgan. But somebody like Stokes will be dearly missed during this World Cup. And another thing is that we have to understand that they are playing in South Africa, and the World Cup will be in 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 subcontinent where the conditions are totally different,
0: and some of this.
1: South African players like Miller, they have good, good Indian records. Like good, they have played well. I mean, especially Devin Miller, who did so well with Gujarat Titans and IPL. I mean, okay, it's IPL, but at the end of the day, he is used to the conditions. No, he had a resurgence. Yeah.
0: He had a resurgence through the IPL hmm. season, right? And look, you never write off people like R van He looks like a very good, very good batsman in ODIs. So this South African lineup is probably easy to it will find itself easy to chase uh, taller targets than most other uh teams you know simply because of how much hitting power they bring in the makram class miller right rassi finder that's a solid middle order and you have quinton de Kock at the top and temba boomer right so this is a very solid batting lineup for me and you have marco anson who can and by the way maharaj can bat right and they have shamsi who can who can bowl a wrist spin. Well, no matter what you say, as they said across uh, the western side of uh, our part of the world, pace is pacey. So there is Heinrich narkea there is Rabada, and there is Lungi Engedi. That is solid, solid muzzle to any attack. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I, I like I said, like uh, it's a, a team that will probably make you ask a lot of questions after this uh, first two ODIs. Is probably England rather than South Africa one thing is there uh, for sure ajit nobody expects i don't know why nobody expects expects much from south africa <laughs> but uh, england always people have some kind or the other expectations probably is because of their fans i really don't know
0: no it's more like they they have they have well, I mean the much used word right choke They have choked in big tournaments i mean india has done it over the last three four times but south africa are bigger chokers that's the problem but england they find some hero somebody to rally around and Mm. they win the trophy or they make it sure they go to they go past the difficult stages right ben stokes Mm. has been the talisman butler himself has been the talisman and so on and so forth so Mm -hmm. that's why you find it's it's basically the character
1: but do, we, do you see somebody in the England side being a talisman from this lineup? I do. I really don't see. Uh, probably, I don't know. I mean, do you see a Moeen Ali, Ali?
0: No, Harry Brook. Harry Brook has the potential to be a talisman for this England team, right? But somebody in the bowling lineup will have to stand up with him. It could be Jofra Archer. It could be Rees Stopley. Yeah. Adil Rashid, I believe, will have a good tournament. Right? Mm-hmm. But, Sam Curran will always be there or thereabouts. He's very combative. So, Sam Curran, again, you can't write off. But I feel Harry Brook might be the guy who finds that extra gear come the tournament. And Joss Butler, he's always somebody who plays in knockout games. Like, he'll have a terrible tournament.
1: Yeah, true. I mean, he has has been... uh, He has had a good uh, India outings in Mm -hmm. the last couple of years. Um, I think uh, right. Yeah, you're right. But Harry Brook, I'm not. I mean, if you had to pick up in this whole uh, England side, I mean, we stopped did play. I'm very sorry. I just remembered. Mm, if you had to pick up mm. one person that could probably change the be like you said, the ambassador of the or the face of the English side, not the captain, but somebody else.
0: It'll be a Ben Stokes who will come back into the squad. Well, uh, look, he's a team man, right? And he had to give it up.
1: I'm not really sure.
0: They may Mm. coax him out of ODA retirement. It's not like he's not playing any cricket. If his body is good enough to play Mm. tests, he's good enough to play ODAs. It's not about his body conditioning. It's mental conditioning. So they may make some deals behind doors. They may let him off some bilaterals.
1: Yeah, I mean, but then again, uh, will it be justified? See, look, it's like this... uh, I will only play, It's it, it reminds me of a cricketer from South Africa, mm. a few years.
0: 360 degrees. Guys,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Who was like, I will only play mm. this. I will not play that. I will only do this. I will not that. But then it's like, it's unjustified for the other people on the side, the squad also.
0: That's the point, right? If the people making the decisions come up to you and make that offer, mm. It's not your problem. If you go to them and make that offer, it'll be seen exactly. the other way around. Because this team needs somebody like him. You asked me who's the talisman. I came up with a name and neither of us are absolutely convinced.
1: No, I'm not. You have a ICC uh,
0: Cricketer of the Year, right, sitting there hmm. whose body will hold up, right? Hmm. Then what do you do? This this other guy you were mentioning sort of decided to retire, remember? Yeah, I know. And then... <laughs> And then kept apparently calling their selectors or or one of his friends who is now the captain or whatever saying, I can play, I can play. That's unfair. This guy has not retired from cricket. He's just sitting on the sidelines because he's chosen to prioritize his body, his mental and physical conditioning, right? So, or maybe his pockets, I don't know, right? So in whichever way, they'll probably induce him to play because simply because of the qualities he brings. Otherwise, see, that's the thing I like about English cricket. They will take one or two on the chin. They will make sure... Josh Butler's time will have come and gone. He has a lot of currency in the bank because he's the World Cup winning captain. Mm. But if the team continues to flounder and come a World Cup, they, they flounder, then he'll have no leg to stand on. He will walk away himself. That's what they did when it came to his keeping in the tests.
1: I mean, yeah, you can say that uh, because you have seen somebody like Alex Hills to return to the side after so many years. Right. And Rob is a different kind of a head uh, hmm. Altogether at ECB, but having said all that, I don't think uh, I don't see Stokes coming back. Honestly, it's 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 not gonna happen.
0: Maybe it won't. So, Maybe then then the next generation of England cricketers will step up in the ODIs. See, you could always hmm. say bring Joe Root back. Jorut, you would say he's the engine room of such a team, right? And he could be the experienced head, the talisman. But then it's okay. So, when you move on from an experiment, you take take a few blows on your chin. It's okay. And not all results will come right away. So, Hmm. we'll see how it works out.
1: See, the funny thing is that you do have good quality players in England. Yeah. It's not that you don't have... You have somebody like Vince, uh, who I don't know, like... In, how much more, you know, Vince has to do to find his his way into the like more way. I mean, if I if I'm right. Like the right yeah. way,
0: maybe. Right way.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean, somebody like Vince has to be given more chances.
0: I think he's been given a few goes. Somehow, he doesn't make it. Sometimes, it feels a bit unlucky. But I have a feeling wins will not come back. Hmm. But let's see. Let's see. Right? So, moving on, uh, Zimbabwe and Ireland bilateral series Hmm. that was happening. The ODI series was, unfortunately, the decider got rained off. Because Hmm. it was an evenly contested series. Uh, The whole tour was very good. Because,
1: Hmm. you know,
0: Ireland, Zimbabwe… I heard a lot of
1: crowd came also
0: absolutely and well and the upcoming qualifiers for the world cup will also be held in zimbabwe, yeah. the world cup qualifier so yeah more power to zimbabwe and zimbabwe cricket that's good mm. and also mm. the team look with what they have and how how far above themselves they're able to punch this is good because ireland themselves are not a big cricketing uh culture but look how no. far they've come so that's always a nice story for me there's something to discuss there for me mm. so the t20i zimbabwe won and the odi we don't know which way it would have gone because it was one all going into the decider and unfortunately mm. rain decided to have a say but still it's mm. good and it augurs well for both these teams heading into the world cup right so probably both of them will play the qualifiers but nonetheless it looks good and if if people complain zimbabwe are getting the home advantage playing the qualifiers at home so be it. it's okay sometimes these things are decided years of years ahead of time is the reason icc will say but It's okay because uh, look they were one of the only teams that were sort of whose test status was taken off for a while and now they've gotten it back in. so maybe it's time they're given some chances to make it up because they have suffered from maladministration um all the things you can think of they have been suffering from and
1: Hmm.
0: it does appear a bit unfair for some of the some of the other people some of the other people who are members of the board and who may say we've been here long enough we are not given the same opportunities it's okay. You know, sometimes that's how the life, uh life decides to deal its uh, you know, chances. In yeah. any case, Zimbabwe, them they deserve it, is what I would like to say. And so do Ireland. And I hope more teams get to play tests against these two teams. If you're not going towards a two-tier test championship, which may happen in a couple of years, yeah. at least let them play more tests with other countries so that they get better. That's the only way it'll happen, right? That yeah, them absolutely. and Afghanistan. So
1: um, it's, it's equal fun, opportunity
0: absolutely and i'm I'm really hoping because this is a heartwarming thing for me these teams doing well so i really yeah. hope they do well now let's go to the comedy section of the show uh, or other news <laughs> section because well some icc boffin in the offices was the victim of a hmm. phishing scam and they lost usd 2.5 million how, how do you believe this story in this day and age uh, i mean
1: I'm not really surprised but at the same time really surprised (laughs) you know you're like okay these things do happen but how do these things happen to ICC but look if you haven't read if you haven't read the news about Usain Bolt losing all his money in that SSL fraud Oh no
0: I haven't dear gods.
1: You haven't? Oh my
0: god. Poor guy.
1: Yeah, he he was left with zero money in his bank account. Wow, he lost like twelve million dollars. Twelve point seven of his money has gone missing from mm. the local private investment firm. Yeah. Uh and there is a. It's not just him. It's an apparently a nationwide.
0: Uh, oh, that's a pretty a
1: fraud thing that has happened, and FBI obviously is. Uh, uh is is looking into it fbi is also looking into the ICC phishing no uh, but
0: why why are fbi involved in both of these when fbi is federal bureau of investigation within the america
1: as far as i understand that these things have happened out of usa
0: i see so anything I see. okay yeah okay. makes sense
1: see the, the thing is that they haven't really declared or uh, really told what the story is, there is very less known to the public.
0: Mm. It it won't come out fully, right? Because you don't want to reveal certain things.
1: Yeah, I, I think mostly because uh, if any issue is under investigation, especially uh, mm. an ongoing investigation uh, by the FBI, uh, I don't think it will come out that easily.
0: Indeed. I mean, we'll probably hear about it in a, a few years in a book by somebody or in some expose of some sort or <laughs>
1: yeah. Ed Hawkins, right? Ed Hawkins, right? Or Ed Smith?
0: I think it's Hawkins. Ed Smith is probably the guy who was the English uh, former chief CMS electors, right? So.
1: It's funny, it's really funny. I mean, how do they how how do they do stuff like this? I don't know.
0: You, do you know who's the head of finance and commercial affairs committee who? in the ICC? A certain <laughs> Jay Shah. <laughs>
1: oh my god i see how you're building the story i'm not
0: i'm not building any stories i'm just making an observation of a fact i'm not even giving you fill in the blanks i'm just saying who it is right he does look like somebody who may click on certain links when i look at his photos but but i don't know okay now moving on maybe
1: some intern has been fired over this you never know
0: I'm sure some intern has been fired over it. Whoever is the uh, person, the manager, the senior manager, and so on, they will not take any blame. Some intern will be yeah. always fired for it. So it's okay. I'm I'm not I'm not saying somebody there did it. Whoever did it, somebody would have felt the consequences, right? That's yeah. how it goes. So going on to the next one, ICC has proposed a six-team cricket event for the 2028 Olympics. Somewhat understandable still, it doesn't make me happy as a cricket fan because look, the reason given is um, they are trying to reduce the amount of teams being invited to the team sports at Olympics to try and cut costs make it more make it more realistic.
1: Just, I mean, IOC is trying to decrease the number of athletes from 11,000 to I think some 10,000 odd number. But even mm-hmm. before you go reach there, I don't see cricket really being on Olympics. But first of all, one thing how many cricket stadiums do you know in france or paris
0: well there are probably olympic stadiums which on which you can put a matting in the middle yeah france does have france does have a t20 team huh? it's not like it they don't have it it
1: does they it does it has a stadium in nantes nantes only i think it is it is if i'm not mistaken they do have it and most of the games i believe are played over there it's a really nice um villa over there <laughs> But mm. then again, we are talking about Paris. I mean, are they going to rip off PSG's uh, stadium in the middle of and put a matting and do it? I- I'm not really sure. So the thing is that then you may have Olympic in various countries where you will need to have a cricket ground over mm. there. Yeah, we have we have moved into the you know drop in pitches uh, concept, but. Not every country is uh probably USA not in
0: or, France. Uh, probably yeah. not in France. So you're right. It it would be more of an invitational sort of a exhibitional sort of a tournament, probably to start off the Olympics, but it may become something serious. They've tried it in Commonwealth games. So there is more knowledge. But then
1: again, Commonwealth cricket itself is a Commonwealth game.
0: It is indeed.
1: It's only cricket, yeah. I mean, I don't really I mean, as someone who loves cricket and probably spends more time thinking about cricket than her own work. But yeah, I mean, I still don't see it becoming an Olympic sport.
0: That's a very interesting, uh, that's a very interesting way.
1: And by uh, the way, by the way, the only time cricket has in place, which is I think is in 1900. Yes. France. Yes.
0: The defending Was champions. the silver medalist. Oh, they were the silver medalist.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they only lost one match. They were the silver so, medalists
0: they have all I the more mean, reason right this is to make it like they have a strong history
1: but they are dead i mean first they have to i think it has been already been rejected for la i don't know i mean that's a pity
0: yeah i can understand it's too early right LA is too yeah
1: early. Uh, i mean france is just next so it's not they are not discussing it for france obviously but i'm just mm-hmm. giving an example uh, i don't know i mean this is like exhibition in an Olympic tournament where so much of money goes in and a country almost, we know a couple of countries that went into recession for holding such a huge events. I don't think anybody wants exhibitions uh, sports.
0: My observation is having a 10-team Olympics uh, cricket event will not bankrupt that country. But that's the direction I was heading towards. Give at least 10 teams a chance to play. Because, yeah, if you're playing T20, you T10s, I, I suppose. I don't know. So, It'll not take that long. Probably you can compare it to a football game and you know make it the same because I think more than ten teams play football, right? So, but okay, I'll be happy if cricket gets more exposure. That's what I am all for, right? If it comes yeah, to the Olympics, absolutely.
1: does it help the associates' sides? Is my question. It won't. The top six teams will get qualified as the same old teams playing. Hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, if you want the game to grow, you ha- you want more teams to come in to play. I mean, I do understand that ICC is more and more seeing how they, the men's side of the game has probably reached a saturation point where people don't want to watch ODIs, where there were people, people who were worried about uh, tests not getting that much of interest, which is true because not everybody wants to watch uh, Sri Lanka West Indies. Uh, probably there are more Indians watching Sri Lanka West Indies test hmm. than uh, Sri Lankans and West Indians, uh, Caribbeans. Um, but at the same time, how if you want to grow the game, you can't grow the grow the game among the top ten or eleven sides. You have to look far and beyond. Exactly, and that's
0: a, so. I would say there well, should be tier three teams and below those that will play the Olympics <laughs> to start off. They would still yeah. put a, They'll still put up a very creditable. Uh, show i'm sure so that means you know yeah
1: yeah
0: somebody other than india yes, everybody you know, the opportunity
1: yeah yeah
0: should get to win it that's my idea <laughs> all right going on icc has rescinded the demerit point to raval pindi pitch uh, in the england series any thoughts on this
1: i guess Rahul Findy should have really told themselves once bitten to I Shy because they had got at one demerit point already in Australia seriously mm. a year back, mm. right? Mm. I'm I mean, yeah, I mean it was really a pathetic pitch. I mean we were discussing about pitches quite quite.
0: <laughs> well, they, it it gave a result. I don't know why. But look anyway, apart from the jokes, see uh, the other
1: See it, it, the thing is that it you will also have to understand. I guess what kind does the result benefit hmm. the broadcasters? Does the result benefit the sponsors, organizers? Now I'm thinking like a business, like a business owner, because probably I don't think broadcasters would have been too much happy because it doesn't help. That's the thing. I you have right.
0: to put money back right. i mean look that's the thing even a boring test people turn off right you're right yeah. it may not help but let me give yeah. you two perspectives one i think this is more of a little bit of political positioning which has made sure that you know the point is not standing because with two demerit points i think you also get to be banned from hosting a test for a while or something so it's sort of uh icc sort of giving pcb another chance or people at icc sort of taking a slightly less um less strict view because if you look at their uh statement that came with that it was it was a joke right but in any case let me tell you something else right so you have to also understand yeah. how test match is played in pakistan if you look at test match history in pakistan
1: yeah.
0: there will always be only one or two decisive pitches in an entire series the rest of the pitches will be a bit even so, they are not looking for a 3-0 result, which happened despite their best effort. They are looking for a 1-0 mm. or a 1-0 result. That That's how it has been. So, if, I don't know if you go back. There have been 0 test series results over a 5 test series between India and Pakistan. Of course, it's India-Pakistan playing, right?
1: Mm.
0: So, mm. they are...
1: They See, are sometimes about- it's not about uh again i'm going to tell you something even in drawn i mean tie i mean drawn uh, test matches you mm. have had some now of the mind i can't remember you have had really some really good drawn test matches yeah yeah
0: uh, ashwin blocked the last ball remember so that india couldn't lose that yeah. test that was a draw yeah. it was not a tie <laughs> there have been interesting yeah. draws and there have been draws like this where you know if you remember that yeah. road on which india made 560 and uh, so sri lanka made 960 or whatever so there are draws and there are draws so i agree with you but also it's the setup of how a series is planned from the outset right it could be all of these things but all in all i didn't quite understand why icc had to rescind that point but maybe just as i said it was sort of an agreement behind doors or something and icc said okay fine
1: yeah probably i mean probably but um, i mean it's good that Things like this are happening and I hope it happens to each and every side rather than just Pakistan.
0: Well, I mean, you you will see, as they say, different roles apply to different people differently.
1: Exactly. It it will remain to
0: be seen. So when time comes, we'll know more.
1: Yeah. I don't think it will ever happen.
0: I don't think a cricket Australia will, you know, will have so much to say.
1: But see, the biggest thing is that everybody will see thats a is that three day was there, they played. Second thing, they will say that, oh, look, South Africa couldn't really turn up for the second and third ODA test also. So probably these will, this all will be taken into account.
0: Now, the biggest point is it was lack of lack of a result-oriented pitch. It was not the exactly. other way, where the pitch is so dangerous. You, you have to also understand people yeah. were actually harmed. I think Makram broke a finger. I think Yansen uh, broke a finger so that is the reason why australia will see no grounds to actually make an appeal right yeah so that's the way i look at it there was no real tension of some bodily harm where in gaba it actually happened so that, that that's the way i look at it it might not be all that bad a calling from icc at the end of the day we'll see how that pans out yeah. moving on in the other news well dan christian the great australian great has decided to call off mm. time uh, yeah. Call a time on his career. It's much storied career, much tournament winning T20 career. I must say, probably mm-hmm. he, w- he felt he did not fulfil his potential as an international cricketer, but he did al- quite a lot, right? So, mm. well done him. We wish him all the best going into retirement. Probably he'll turn yeah. up in some some teams we know very well as an assistant coach and so on. So,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, after all, he's called the Siri of cricket.
0: I see. <laughs> <laughs> Siri of cricket, as in the Apple. I mean, he,
1: his his nickname is Siri. You didn't know that.
0: I didn't know that. I, I I don't know so much about the nicknames of cricketers. I'm surprised, but Siri, as in the yeah. Apple yeah. Siri. What's the temperature today, Siri?
1: Yeah. I see. Because of his yeah, because of his encyclopedic knowledge of the game.
0: I see. That's why he's called Siri. That makes more sense. Okay, that's yeah. good. And in any case, see, we always live and learn.
1: But he is, he, he still has one or two more games to play. So, it will be interesting. Are playing. Will he win again? Heat. Uh, the-
0: will he win again before he goes into the...
1: Uh, I have recently turned into a Perth Scorchers fan. I
0: see. Is it because of a certain so, player or players?
1: Yeah, it is because of certain players rather than mm. players. Yeah. Um, mm. But um, I think one of the one of the things is that I've just waited too long for Melbourne Stars to do anything or some Melbourne site to do anything. So, yeah. I mean, just a background is that I spend a lot of my time in Melbourne. So, I'm going back next month.
0: Ah, I see. You were in Melbourne previously. So, you've had some it's experience great. watching cricket from Australia.
1: Um, not a lot. But, yeah. I mean, I do keep, uh, because of work, I do keep sh- shuffling between... Melbourne and all other places, but yeah, I mean, being a huge Melbourne fan and seeing a Sydney side <laughs> in, in the knockouts mm. is not something. Again, I, I do like Brisbane Heat, but uh, Brisbane will be missing out on. I don't think uh, Kwaja and Manas will be playing because they fly, uh, they are coming to India, I guess. I am not really sure, but that's what it is. So, let's see. I mean how it goes obviously the other news is uh australia has us uh mm-hmm. the australian awards cricket awards uh which will be on monday evening their time so it will be interesting to see what happens over there
0: right so give me a quick uh one one uh word prediction or one phrase prediction who will win the
1: PBL this year ah uh, mm, i think perth scotches no, look, I really like I really like the Brisbane Heat uh, side also, but Perth uh, Scorchers have really played well this time.
0: They are like the Rajasthan so. Royals, aren't they, of the BBL? So yeah, that's why I always like them. But yes,
1: but I don't know. I mean, let's see. You may become a side mm-hmm. which uh, like chokes in the final. Really mm-hmm. clueless. I mean, how many times they have uh, reached the final now? I won the one. See, they have won. Sorry, I know how many times they have won four BDL titles. So, (laughs) last season,
0: Sydney Sixers, right? Sydney Sixers. Then before that, Melbourne Stars, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, see, if I have to talk about men's squad, it will be probably your. uh, uh, Who's this? This guy, Andrew Ty. Okay. Cameron Green.
0: Cam Green, yes.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. Cam Green is there, Mills is there, Jai Richardson is there, but I don't think Richardson's going to play. I think he's injured. Mm. English is there and Bancroft yeah. is there. They have a good side. All right. I'll yeah. take
0: a prediction. I've not followed it at all this year. So.
1: Yeah, but it's only because, mainly because of the Millions cricketers that I like first coaches more these days, Ah, even though Ming Lanning is still there and <laughs> Melbourne, I think she's never going to leave. But yeah.
0: That's okay she deserves her place come on, yeah yeah what if she went away and made some coffees It's okay right.
1: <laughs> the
0: last topic well the i c c awards hmm. did you did you see the award ceremony by any chance? I couldn't catch up. I only watched it on the uh, in the newspaper or the no
1: i do you do you get to watch the awards i don't know ah, declined randomly like twenty four twenty five twenty six 26. they they had sent me some really that these are the dates when the awards will be there i see i see yeah they don't have like award ceremony as such so 23rd was the women's t20 team and men's t20 team declaration 24th was the odi teams and the test team 25th like this
0: so a ceremony will be held later so my question was wrong nonetheless are you happy with the sort of choices the rachel heyho flint uh, the men's ODI cricketer of the year, the the other things. Yeah,
1: yeah absolutely. I mean, I think uh, truly uh, they are absolutely perfectly fine. I can say because
0: no, I was also happy.
1: I haven't really followed uh, the men's ODI much this year, but I do. I did check the like stats later on, and I think uh, Babar really deserved that
0: absolutely no i mean I, I i should say these trophy choices are also solidly stats backed they are not made on yeah. whimsy choices of somebody sitting in some office so
1: i don't think their fan fans vote for them right
0: i don't think so no I, no 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 the icc awards are not fan voted the espn cricket info awards are no
1: it's not no i am just thinking like the fifa or the best awards so it's like
0: ICC. that indeed is it ballon d'or is it ballon d'or, ballon d'Or or yeah. the golden boot
1: fifa the fifa best yeah absolutely
0: all of them are deserved winners, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, whether it's Marco Jensen or your uh, Renuka Singh mm. or your uh, the Namibia, Gerhard Erasmus. I mean, I yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: How, how, did, how did Renuka Singh beat out uh, Talia Megrath? I don't know. But I'm happy yeah, but no, no in because
1: industry. Talia Megra has been there for some time now. I mean, I see. Yeah. She
0: she did get the T20 cricketer of the Year as well. Yeah. So. Okay. Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. All right, that was a very very nice chat.
1: Yeah, same here. So
0: before I let you go, I mean, I did, I really didn't uh, feel the time passing. <laughs> you have had a long chat though, so it's quite late in India. I know. I would like to let you go, but before I let you go, anything you would like to plug? Any l- latest work? Any upcoming work? Uh, social media. Yeah, I, mean, uh,
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at ayasudatta s u d a t t a. That is, I'm quite out there. And sometimes tweet a lot. And then you, if you're going to follow me, then you probably get to yeah, get a lot of updates on women's cricket and women's sport generally, uh, especially on the Premier Women's Premier League right now. About my work uh, currently, uh, something is being developed. Uh, I don't know whether you know it or not, but I'm a published author, but a fiction book. Now I'm working on a non-fiction. Lovely.
0: What is your fiction book called, and where can our listeners buy it?
1: Yeah, it's called Hallowed Ties. It was re- it's been more than a year; it has been released. I think you can get a Kindle version on Amazon. If you want a book, paperback, it's really I have to check. I don't think there are much left, uh, but there is a link on my uh, Twitter and website somewhere. You can order it also.
0: Wonderful. Uh, great to hear you also write non-fiction, nonfiction. And fiction uh, And well, it has wonderful reviews on Goodreads, which I occasionally check. <laughs> uh, thanks a lot. And uh, we wish you all the best going forward with all your publications and your uh, other work, your professional work as well.
1: Thank you so much. It was really nice talking to you. And it's not quite that late, I guess.
0: <laughs> all right. So thank you very much. And uh, I wish all our listeners as well a great day wherever they may be listening from. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. Take care. This is the Armchair Cricket Podcast.